So it was even telling my kids, we're going to have, you're going to have your individual vision and we're going to have one as a family mm. for 2024. Because what we're going to do is we're going to be like snipers. Mm. We're going to attack the enemy. We're going to be an offensive, not on the defensive mode in 2024. Welcome to Grave Robbers Fire Circle, a men's ministry that robs the grave from the enemy by sharing the redeeming love of Jesus through the word of life. Come and join us around the fire as we seek to be set ablaze in brotherhood and spiritual wisdom through the Holy Spirit by sharing life, our struggles, our victories, our breakthroughs. Welcome. Welcome, Grave Robbers. This is Grave Robbers Fire Circle. Incredible to have this time together. We continue to be joined around the circle by some incredible brothers. Javier. Nick. Raf. Iris. Justice. And myself, Kevin. Just came off of our Christmas episode, and now we're heading into New Year's. Right now, in this time and dispensation, we're heading into 2024. But we really have a theme and a topic today that we want to share and chew on with you that we believe is timeless. So I'm going to ask my brother Javier if you want to just set a context briefly before we share what scripture we're going to read. We talk about we always start planning the year. We start getting resolutions all the time. And everybody knows that we quickly give up on resolutions by the end of January, beginning of February, right? And, you know, people start getting frustration, etc. But I guess what we want to talk here is long-lasting vision. When spiritually we can start planning to how we're going to face 2024. So forget about your early plans, but start thinking on your spiritual plans. How we are preparing with the Lord. Are we putting in place a plan for 2024? Do we have a vision individually as a family? Where we're going to go? What we're going to do? How we're going to serve the Lord? All of those elements, are we planning or we are just going to enter in 2024 on the physical realm like everybody else celebrating? The point is, the challenge is how spiritually I'm preparing for the new year. And I guess that's what the tone for this podcast. Awesome. So we're going to read Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. I will stand at my watch and station myself at the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I will give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that the herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Amen. What version was that? NIV. A different version. This is the New Living Translation. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. The vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. That's awesome. For it will surely take place. But I like it because already start telling us, it's exactly what we're talking, is to the future. So it's what we expect for next year and we'll activate our faith mm-hmm. to say, this is the vision. I have faith and the Lord is saying, it describes the end and it will be fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. What? 
That's exactly what it said. Mm. So that's the challenge for mm. this year. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's start making this happen. Let's not enter the year without a spiritual vision in place. Amen. Javier, you've shared in a previous episode that you like to put things like on your mirror, you know, scriptures yes. that you want to make foundational and that you want to speak over you and your life and your family. What it says here, write down that revelation, yeah. make it plain on tablets. That makes me think of what you shared. I do that. And let me tell you what, because one day I was reading the word of God. I was in Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, no revelation of God mm -hmm. and his word, the people are unrestrained, but happy and blessed it is who keeps the law of God. That means the word of God. So then I realized I need the word of God every day, right? So we know for several passages, but since we're talking about this was, I need to write things that get me strength and are my tools to fight every single day. Mm -hmm. So I write it and I personalize, I put my name. Yes. I said like, no weapon or that is formed against Javier right. will prosper. I put it over there, I repeat, and the thing is, learn where it is in the Bible, because we need to know what it is. Sometimes we learn something, but we don't know. Like we said, okay, I will not die. I will live to declare the things the Lord did in my life. So you have to know that it's in Psalm 118, 17. Mm -hmm. You have to know that. So you have to set it over there, and you have to start proclaiming that words in your life, because the Word of God is a promise. And the Bible says there are a yes and amen in yes. Christ. So it's, it's part of that strategy. Intentionally, we need to start doing something in faith. We need to walk in faith. We don't see it, but we have to walk. How we walk? Accompanied with the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but this is my vision. And this is the Word of God. And the Word of God says this. He's faithful and it's going to happen. And he says, even if there is a delay, is going to happen yep it will be fulfilled i love what you're saying like something i just i hadn't even thought of this and the action of writing it down because sometimes i can get so in my head i can think about things i can pray and i mm. but it's that action no, the idea of writing down the revelation writing down the goal yes. but the, the actual making it black and white taking it out of the cloud and putting it down in action setting it and that's what's going to happen now. It's mm. on the tablet. It is on the tablet. It's in stone. It's going to get done. This you is the way it's it going to happen. You know what it says? Writing the vision plain. For the people to see. For us to show others and say, this is the word of the Lord. This is what needs to happen. This is how it's going to go down. So the vision is plain and clear for people to see it. So that it will be fulfilled. Because people have to be able to see mm. it. They have to visualize. It has to practical when you're in class and you're learning. The kids that sit there and don't take notes, hmm. right? Right. It's statistically, it, it's proven. Right. It's the same thing with the things that the Lord gives us. I love about what verse one sets up is this idea of where we go to for that vision, where we go to, you know, it's not just me for next year. Yeah, I want to make more money or lose some weight. I'm going to my watchtower. I'm going to station myself on the ramparts until I hear an answer from God. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's my source. I want to know yes. what he has for me next year. And that's the vision. Yeah. That's what I'm going to set down on tablets. And that's what I'm going to move on. I'm going to surrender my yes. wants. Mm -hmm. I want it from him. And it says complaint. What am I going to give to this complaint? Mm -hmm. 
you know, putting into our life from what Habakkuk might have been talking about from his complaint of just really where the world was at that time. Mm. You know, what's going on in our world, but what's going on in our lives. Sure. If we have disorder, mm-hmm. if we have chaos, if we're not seeing the whys and we get caught up in that, we get mm-hmm. caught up, at least I do. I'm, I'm saying yeah. for myself here, I get caught up in why things are happening because mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily seeing what I thought, <laughs> what I was expecting to come to fruition in the timing that I want it to come together yeah. in the timing. Yeah. So this is a reminder. I'm going to station myself and mm-hmm. stand at the watch for the vision, his vision, because he promises that it will come to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to stand on. That's the message that we're going to hold up and we're going to speak yeah. and we're and going to share. Not, and we're yeah. not talking about masses of people. We're talking about our families. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. holding up this vision before our wives and yeah. our children and maybe our ministry partners mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But it's got to be put out there plain for them to see yeah. so that we could join together. Well, I was just going to say what Kevin said about complaint, as I was thinking about along those lines as well. And uh, just as you wrote in your version about complaint, you wrote in your version about complaint, my version has complaint, and we do complain about things today. I'm always looking at David. David was a complainer. (laughs) (laughs) Always complaining. Right? And like he's saying here in chapter 36 of Psalms, he's talking about the wicked. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There's no fear of God in his eyes. He's complaining about all these wicked people, these evil things. He complains about being chased by the enemy and this and that. But he always Mm -hmm. comes back to God's word. And he always comes back to a point of saying, your steadfast love, O Lord, extends Mm -hmm. to the heavens. Mm -hmm. No matter how much he complains, he acknowledges that God is in control of everything. Yes, amen. Amen. And when we get to the point of seeking the Lord, and say, Lord, you know what's going on right now, you know? Things are not right at home. Yeah. Things are not right on the job. Or, But Lord, I know you've got an answer to this. Yeah, amen. And when you think about, somebody said it before about a sniper, right? What is the most precious part of being a sniper is patience, waiting. Yep. Waiting until that opportune moment. Mm-hmm. And when we wait on the Lord, he gives us the answers to every question that we have, solves every problem that we have. Mm -hmm. Especially like when we're, you know, complaining about our situations or things that are happening around us. Well, Lord, what what do I do about this? And then he gives you the answer of how to handle it. The other morning in my prayer time, I'm I'm, I'm about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And I started this thing in January as well, when Jesus said, can't you pray with me for an hour? Mm -hmm. You know? So I get up and I'm, you know, down the foot of the bed. I'm, I'm praying, trying to pray for an hour and I fall back asleep most times. But yet still, I'm waiting. <laughs> and my prayer the other morning was just basically, you know, we can verbalize our prayers all the time, but there's a time when we have to listen. Yes. And I said, Lord, the one thing I want from being here in your presence, I want to know your heart. Yes. Yeah. And I just left it right there. And I know that for this next coming year, God is going to reveal another facet of his heart to me. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do with that? But I'm going to write it down mm-hmm. and run with it mm-hmm. and show it like that gift that I have. I'm mm-hmm. going to share it with all those that I come in contact with mm-hmm. and say, this is it. This is what God is saying. Yep. This is what he wants to do, not only in my life, but in your life, what he wants to do. Yep. You know, wow. I got my little complaints, but <laughs> he's still God. Yes. Amen. <laughs> he's still God. Yeah, I, I was sharing... I was sharing with you about obtaining vision. 
I was thinking about Nehemiah, a man of vision. How much more vision mm. do you need from the Lord? I'm going to rebuild the temple, <laughs> right? Come on. Where do we get vision from? And it's absolutely from time with the Father. Mm. It's in that moment where we're spending that time ministering unto the Lord yeah. and waiting on him. That's absolutely it yeah. because he gives it to us clear. And the more time we spend with him, the more we hear his voice. A lot of people ask me, how do you hear from mm. God? It's the same way that I'm getting to know you. And the more we spend time with our father, the more clear it will be what he wants us to do, how he wants us to do it. I mean, it's humbling sitting before God. I have a friend. Every year, the beginning of the year, he disappears for three days. He has a wife. If I'm not mistaken, he has like four kids. But he tells his wife, I'm going to go away for three days so I can go seek the Lord. Vision for my business, vision for my family, and vision for my personal life. Mm. Three days. I don't know what he does. He checks himself into a hotel and he doesn't talk to anybody. Mm. You're saying, go after vision, go seek the Lord. And you might be asking, how? How am I going to do that? You have to physically get yourself out of your day-to-day -day Yes. Mm -hmm. to seek the Lord. Mm -hmm. right. I remember one of the, uh, the most difficult times in my life that I had to make a life-changing decision. I couldn't think straight when I was driving, when I was busy with church, sure. when I was like dealing with my family. I had to turn everything off. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, what do I need to do? And he told me what to do. The problem was the decision that I had to make was the toughest one, but it was the one that was giving me peace about it. It was so crazy. I thought, okay, I need to go right and left. And then every time that I thought about the easy way out, it was just like this heavy weight into my heart. Right was the, the tough one. It was just like peace. But I had to check myself out from everything mm. to be able to hear from the Lord. Yeah. So if you're listening to us, if you're, if you're driving, if you're working, if you're working out, you need to think about when can I just put some time aside but I'm so busy. Yes, but if you want to make sure that your family is successful, mm -hmm. that you're going to put into place what God has for you, you need to stop whatever you're doing mm. and you need Come to on. listen to Him. But I've been building for so long. Yes. You're going to keep getting stuck. Mm. You're mm -hmm. stuck. Yeah. There is a reality. I did it at the half of the year. I tend to do that to disappear, spend just time with the Lord, fast and pray, yeah. read His Word. You come out of that for eight hours after and you are like a new person. Mm. You have vision, you hear from the Lord. Because this is what Ari says and you said, is that that moment when you disconnect completely, mm. that you are really in a position to hear from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are listening. Yeah. Today, we, uh, all we do is multitask. Yeah. Right? yeah. You want to drive and worship. Mm. You want to work and pray. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to work out and pray the Lord. <laughs> right? You want to do everything at the same time yes. because we're, we're kind of into this world that we can't wait for anything. We don't have any patience. We mm -hmm. need to do everything by yesterday. There's no time. But then when you're thinking about your future, mm -hmm. the future of your family, of your business, of your relationship with your friends, with your family, you need to stop. Mm -hmm. And I need to say this. This is really, I mean, I hope people understand only spending time with the Lord and developing the relationship with the Holy Spirit is the only way that we learn to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because the enemy does a lot of copycat. So you will think sometimes is the word from God, 
is a confirmation from God and is the enemy doing a copycat because they know if you do it, it's going to bring delays, mm -hmm. it's going to bring frustration, and it's going to block your purpose and your destiny. Mm. But it sounds really Christian. Mm. But because we are not in a position to stop and develop that listening, we are fooled by the enemy. And it couldn't sound super Christian, but it's not. So we have to be careful. The only way that we recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit mm. is when we spend time with God. Mm. And that is the only way that we will be able to overcome that and not to have those delays anymore. But it's really, really important. Amen. Jesus, he is our absolute example of what we're to do. It's literally Jesus's lifestyle and his actions over and over and over that show us how to obtain vision from our Father. Mm -hmm. How to obtain what the Father is telling us to do, where we're to go, who we're to talk to, what we're to speak about. I'm going to the Philippines and we're doing this outreach and we're working in the clubs and in the places where there's some weird, really wicked things happening. And we've been asking him to give us direction and to see who the people are that he wants us to talk to that are going to respond the best to his presence and his calling them out. Because I could walk out onto the street and talk to 30 different people, but it's only going to be these five people that are marked that day that God told me, these are the five that I specifically told you yes. to speak to. And time and time again, over and over again, we see Jesus retreating, getting away from his guys and his disciples and whoever and the crowds and the people and going off mm -hmm. to that quiet place mm -hmm. to be with the Father over and over and over again so that he could have vision for what these guys are going to be doing and where they're going to be going and what town they're going to be headed to right. and which route they need to mm -hmm. take. Yeah, But that idea of uh, Javier of discernment and knowing the Lord's voice from some copycat. Yes. You know, I just, and it made me quickly think of, you know, there's AI now and you'll get these telemarketer calls that sound like real people's voices, or, you know, they can even now copy the voice of your friend or your wife, but you're going to be able to discern who's the real because yeah. you know them. It's kind of, it comes from knowing and it comes from spending time. And like you said, Jesus constantly retreated because that was the priority. It's in that continual spending time that yeah. you're going to know. Yeah. So when the other copycats come along, mm -hmm. same thing you said, Raph, about having that peace in your heart of the right versus wrong, yeah. because it's in your heart. The Holy Spirit is in your heart. And that's where you're going to discern. And people get caught up in their head. They get caught up in the anxiety. They get anxiousness. Mm. And they're not listening to their heart. And it's mm. building up of that heart. Yeah. You know, again, to, real quick on the scripture, he says, I will station myself on the ramparts. He's separating himself from the fray. Yeah. He's separating himself from the day to day. And he's going and he's standing up on the high place. He's setting himself apart like your friend does. And he says, I will look to see what he will say to me. It's kind of funny. It's probably just in the in the translation, but I'm looking to hear <laughs> what he will say to me. So he's he's listening. Mm -hmm. Going back to what Javier was saying, we need to listen. Yeah. So he separated himself. That's good. And he's waiting to hear yeah. what it is for him. And then the next part of the word, when it says, and then the Lord replies. Here's the vision, and it speaks of the end. Well, what about the middle? What about the middle? That's where we're writing it down, and we're standing on the vision during the middle. That's where our strength comes from so that we're standing on that in the middle till the end that he promises will come. Mm. So I just feel like the, the two things to share with listeners 
as Javier started us out, is the need to have that vision. The need to have the vision. It's how crucial it is. And then how do we get it? Yeah. And we separate ourselves. We get to know his voice. I, I feel the hearts out there. Mm. It's not about the holiday. This mm-hmm. is a day-to-day, mm-hmm. but this is the perfect time and an earthly milestone mm-hmm. to come to him and say, Lord, I want to know you, and I'm going to wait and look to hear what you have to say for me mm-hmm. for this next year. Mm-hmm. So you, you go in, I think the first thing you got to do is you have to take responsibility, right? I read this in, in, in a book the other day that I, I thought was, was so good. When things are going wrong, are you looking in the mirror or are you looking through a window? You're pointing to somebody out mm. the window or you look through the mirror. Mm. So I think first thing, you, you take responsibility. Yep. The second thing is when you spend time with the Lord, He is going to talk to you. He's going to re- reveal Himself to you. And the, the awesome thing is that the vision that He gives you comes with favor because the vision that He gives you, their doors are already open mm. that you don't know yet. Mm. They're going to open to you. And that's when you're going to have your faith getting stronger because you don't know that those doors are going to be out there and they're already open. Yep. So you walk through a door, it's like, whoa, how did this happen? Yeah. I have like this past month, we're not, we don't have time to get into it now, but I can give you five, six, ten reasons or, or situations or, or things that happened this past couple months that it was just like, it was not me. This is all God. All I did was stay out of the way, trust the vision that he gave us, that he gave to my wife and my family and myself. And we trusted, and it happened. Things that I could not plan, it happened. Mm-hmm. Couldn't th- even think about it. It was like, here, I'm going to do it because that's what I want you to do. That's what I want for you. But then there's this whole work that happens behind the scenes that when people look at you, things happen. Oh, that's easy. No, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. It's mm. not easy. I've been praying. I've been seeking. Yeah. I've been crying. Mm-hmm. I've been just desperate for a word from the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So when it happens, everybody else is going to say, it's, no, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's effortless. No, it's not. No. There is always a price that you pay. But I mean, I like in this one, in verse one, as you said, start with an action. Yeah. You went to the top. So that means what we're talking, you need to do something. You have to initiate this act of faith going out there, right? And then you're going to receive the vision. Mm. So let's not wait for the pastor to tell us what is the vision for 2024. No. There's no way for a prophet to come and tell us mm. this is the vision for you for next mm. year because this is the worst. I mean, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of people that are waiting for a man to come mm. because it's a man of God. Yes, we respect that. And God will talk, but God can give you the vision if you spend the time with the Lord by yourself. Ah, and what is better, yeah. to hear from a man or to hear from God? You hear from God as you are saying, you stick to that, you see miracles already in your life. It's better to follow the voice of the Father Mm-hmm. Jesus says, my sheep knows my voice. Yeah. That is better. Yeah. That's what we need to start seeking. And that's where we need to start getting that. Why he went to the top? Because you can see the four cardinal points, the north, the south, the east, and the west. Mm-hmm. So when you have the vision, just speak to all the points. So let's say I'm blessed, mm-hmm. not in one side, in every side around me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. And another thing about going to the top, who's above God to give you the right answer? There's no one above him. So you are at the top, right? Yep. And the word that came to me through all of this was hope. God is, you know, saying, like when he answers him, right? He said, you know, write it down, make it plain and run with it and all that. For the still the vision awaits its appointed time. But he's saying that whoever's going to read it, 
there's going to be hope. Yep. We have hope for the future because God has already been there. You've seen what he's already done in the past, what he's doing now, but what he's going to do in the future, he's already been there. Prepared it. And the verse that comes to my mind is in Psalms. He will perfect that which concerns me. Mm-hmm. Whatever complaint that I have, whatever things going through my, my, my life, my head or whatever, he will bring it to pass. He will perfect whatever concerns me, no matter what, because he's God. He knows the end from the beginning. He has all the answers. He is the answer. And why would I trust anybody else? Why would I put my trust in princes or in man? You know, the Bible talks about the legs of man. It's the horse can't help you. And, and, and we rely on other strength. That's good. A horse has strength, and we rely on, on, on other strength. Yes, they do. And I think you said it before, that we're, we're weak, and we're always seeking something stronger than ourselves. People in the world are seeking the drugs and the sex and all this other stuff because they're weak and they want something else to strengthen them. But we have the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who sends strength out of Zion. All we got to do is ask him, wait for it, and receive it. This is Grave Robbers Fire Circle. Special thank you to our own Justice Houston for managing our audio and video. This episode was recorded at Harvest Time Church in Greenwich, Connecticut. 